If my time at the mayor's office wasn't term limited, I would have had to work in that role for 26 years with a 3% raise to get to $75,000. Jumping from $35,000 to $75,000 was mind-blowing to me, especially at a time where salary transparency laws weren't a thing, and I actually thought it was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. You are listening to Off the Struggle Bus, your weekly check-in on politics and personal finance. I'm MJ, your favorite public sector dot connector, sharing stories from my time in local government and national campaigns with tips and resources to help you get ahead. You're listening because you work in the public sector and are also trying to get your money right. Because you know how you make your money and how you spend your dollar shows exactly who you are. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace actual financial, tax, or legal advice. Personal finance is political. You and me are going to get off this struggle bus together. Well, hello. Thanks for tuning in this fine Thursday morning. On the politics front, my anxiety from last week is kind of not here anymore. Even though I was braced for terrible news and anger with this election, I'm kind of glad this country might actually be reasonable. Don't get me started on student debt relief, though. That anger is for another day. What's really present for me this week is the topic of resumes, the entry fee for making more money, the curated view of your career portfolio that you use to get a potential employer or client to notice you. I truly hate redoing my resume because the imposter syndrome peaks its ugly head, but I had to do it this week because of an exciting opportunity to join the board of advisors of an organization I respect so much and will have an effect on politics for years to come holding my breath and sharing it all with you when it's real. Updating your resume isn't only about switching jobs. It's also a way to create opportunities for yourself. Your resume, your LinkedIn, your personal website, you control that story. You get to curate it for the audience that you want. I'm not trying to leave my job right now, but every time I update my resume, it reminds me of my unexpected career path and how all my best jobs were roles that were created just for me. I say this every time I'm on a career panel. I am actually terrible at applying to jobs. For some reason, every time I've applied to a job, I get to the final round of interviews and never get picked. It's always been the network of people around me who have produced the best opportunities. I think paying my dues in government really played a part in it. I started at the New York City Mayor's Office in 2010, and at that point, there were no real talks about pay equality and salary transparency. At the time, I was working at a small international digital ad and affiliate marketing firm and took a $5,000 pay cut to take the job at Immigrant Affairs. My gut told me the commissioner, a half-Brazilian, half-Palestinian forced to be reckoned with would teach me more than the old dusty white guys at the ad firm. They made the majority of their money serving porn ads on websites. Which brings me back to my point. Tracking your wins and updating your resume regularly is a way to create 
opportunities for yourself. It's a way to recenter and say, what have I done for me lately? Maybe you're happy at your job and they're treating you well. Maybe you're frustrated and feeling stuck. Maybe you're finding the way to supplement your nine to five. All these things can be true and updating your resume can be your ticket out. As a hiring manager, I skim the resumes. Usually I'm hiring for content or social media roles. Lately, it's been digital and data roles. I'm looking for effort. Did you read the job description? Are you giving me examples that show you're actually able to do the job? Maybe this is specific to nonprofit and government, but I'm also skimming for familiar names and programs. I would much rather hire a known entity who can be verified by a trusted source than someone who applied cold. Do we back channel with our contacts to verify a potential applicant? Absolutely. So I skim the resume to check skills and experience, and I look at the cover letter to see if you can convey what you bring to the role and what you can learn from the role. Obviously, you're doing a custom resume and a custom cover letter for each role you apply to, right? Yes? Okay, great. (laughs) So here's the part I actually find fun about the job search. Salaries. If you asked 22-year-old me if I ever negotiated for a salary, I would laugh in your face. But these days, I live for when my friends text me about the jobs they're applying to. I'll be the first one to dive into government salary portals and the 990s to see operational budgets and general disclosed salaries. It's because in my first government role, I was making $35,000 a year and made that same income with no raise for four years. Looking back, the crazy thing is, I was okay with it. I somehow justified it in my head. $35,000 was good enough because I was a public school girl an immigrant to this country where I couldn't even imagine making that kind of money if I was in the Philippines. Ivy League kids my age were coming into the office and getting paid double my salary for their work. And I figured, since they came from private schools, they deserved more money. It wasn't until I did the Fellowship for Emerging Leaders in Public Service at NYU Wagner that I realized, hold up, I have something to offer more than these private school kids. I am an immigrant. I grew up in New York City. Who better to work as the commissioner's right hand? I knew the boroughs. I knew the people. And holy shit, I should be getting paid for what I bring to the table. $35,000. Four years. No reviews. No raise. Let's assume I got a 3% raise every year from that $35,000 salary. Year one... I would jump to $36,050. Year two, I would be at $37,131. Year three, I would be at $38,245. And year four would be $39,392. But that's not what happened. Because of the network, mentorship, and sponsorship, I got an opportunity in what would have been year four to join a progressive organization called Define American at $75,000. If my time at the mayor's office wasn't term limited, I would have had to work in that role for 26 years with a 3% raise to get to $75,000. 
jumping from $35,000 to $75,000 was mind-blowing to me, especially at a time where salary transparency laws weren't a thing, and I actually thought it was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. But working in the public sector has been interesting because it's almost been like a slingshot. Some roles jump you ahead in terms of salary and benefits. Then you get an opportunity to create impact but not be paid as much, which then leads to another opportunity with maybe a bigger salary. I know there's a lot of money to be made out there, but I'm really thankful for where I am at this point. I get to work remotely, spend time with my family, pursue interests like this podcast, and I get to collaborate with a team that treats us like full human beings. My current salary is at $159,000 a year, 401k, benefits, significant days off. I technically would be in year 12 of my 3% raises at $35,000, which means if I had stayed there, I would only be at 49901 I really credit my network and my personal board of advisors because this opportunity was created for me. I was recruited for this role. I make $100,000 more than I would if I just stayed in place and accepted that private school kids were better than me. It all goes to show that knowing what you bring to the table actually gives you upward mobility because you can talk about how your work has changed lives and allows potential employers and clients to notice you. So what are you doing this week to get off the struggle bus? Update that resume. Add your wins to LinkedIn or to your website. And here's some bonus tips. If you're interested in working in a government role in New York, everyone's salary is public. The website is seethroughny.net slash payrolls. There is also a listserv you should all know about for people of color who work in politics. It's called Inclusive, and it's spelled I-N-C-L-U-S-V dot com. I'll link it in the show notes. I have also come to rely on the Muse for job search advice and templates for resignations, promotions, etc. Definitely worth a follow. Themuse.com. So T-H-E-M-U-S-E.com. Lastly, I can actually share my salary calculator for anyone who's interested. It's been helpful to see if I should jump ship or stay. There's obviously more to talk about in how to weigh different job opportunities and all the things to consider because it's not always just about monetary compensation. Your time and health benefits are important too. Okay, that's the readout for this week. Hit me up on Instagram at mj underscore OTSB or email me at maria at mjflowells.com. As always, you're not alone in figuring out your personal finance. I'm MJ and we're getting off this struggle bus together. Until next time.